0: Hello, Dr. Lewis here, your medical scientist with coronaviruseducation.org. And our podcasts are available on iTunes and Android devices. And on our website, coronaviruseducation.org, we have some interesting and sometimes provocative information on the coronavirus, your risks, and how to avoid those risks are our particular focus. And today I want to talk about existing infection and mortality risk from the coronavirus. So let's dive into that topic. So this is from the World Health Organization. Chronic diseases are the major cause of death and disability worldwide. In the United States, the CDC says it's about 90% of disability and cost are chronic diseases, and the World Health Organization substantially agrees. But we have to understand or ask the question, What is causing these chronic diseases? And the various associations show that there's significant overlap in risk factors, but let's go over some somewhat facetious ones because in the standard of care, we're being treated or managed for these diseases. We're not really solving them. If you're on a drug for life, the solution for your condition has not been found. So if you have heart disease, is it because you have a statin deficiency, you know, a cholesterol-lowering drug? Or if you have inflammation, did you have a prednisone deficiency before taking prednisone? And an acid deficiency if you have acid reflux, for example, and if you have high blood pressure, did you previously have a blood pressure med deficiency? Of course not. So if not these, then what is causing your chronic condition or conditions? Because they usually occur in groups. 60% of Americans have at least one chronic condition. 40% have at least two. So there's quite a lot of overlap. So inflammation is at the root of essentially every chronic disease from ocular diseases, diabetes, Alzheimer's disease, neuropathy, liver and kidney disease, vascular diseases, cardiovascular disease, so on and so forth. So it's inflammation. It's pretty well known. White blood cell counts go up something like C-reactive protein goes up. So inflammation, is it the cause? Let's look into that. So what is inflammation? And this is from Harvard Health. Think of inflammation as the body's natural response to protect itself against harm. So can inflammation be causing chronic conditions? When you bang your knee or cut your finger, your immune system dispatches an army of white blood cells and other inflammatory or actually anti-inflammatory products, cytokines they're called, and protect the area, creating visible redness and swelling. Importantly, this process works similarly if you have an infection like the flu or pneumonia or even periodontal disease where you have bleeding gums. Your white blood cell counts will be elevated across your entire body, but it'll really be localized in the vasculature, of your gums as these bacteria are eating away at the bone of your jaw. So uh, is in these settings, inflammation is essential. Without it, injuries could fester and simple infections could be deadly. My mentor at Harvard, Dr. Trump always used to say, inflammation is a treasure of nature. It's our immune response. Yeah, there can be collateral damage. Yes, it can be uncomfortable but it's our body working to overcome a disease, a condition. If you have the cold or flu, you feel lousy. If you have something chronic, you may not feel lousy. You just may feel a little bit unwell. And that's pretty much ignored in medicine today. Let's look at some data. So this is a rather provocative book by an evolutionary biologist by the name of Paul Ewald called Plague Time. And he has an interesting article in The Atlantic, called the new germ theory and what he says and i happen to agree with him and i'm going to show you data that substantiates a lot of this germs can be virus bacteria uh, parasites molds things of that nature appear to be at the root of heart disease alzheimer's schizophrenia many forms of cancer and other chronic diseases interesting many forms of cancer not all that's a curious curious statement. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. The greatest threats to our health come not from sensational killers such as Ebola and even COVID-19 because when you look at the disability and death caused by chronic conditions, maybe it's agents that are already here causing long-term infections which eventually lead to debilitation and death and the medical establishment has largely ignored the evidence. A very important concept with regard to fighting against COVID-19 is not being immunocompromised. So if your immune system is compromised, it's probably activated. It's probably fighting an infection, a germ that's already present in your body, heretofore unidentified. So therefore, you are tying up bandwidth of your immune system fighting these stealth, hidden infections, and you're going to be much more vulnerable to dying or having severe COVID-19 symptoms. Here's a little chart we've seen before in other videos we produced where if you have pre-existing cardiovascular disease compared to no health conditions at all, your mortality from COVID-19, the coronavirus disease, goes up by 1,200%. So between a healthy and an ill person, there's a 1,200% increase in death from the coronavirus. And the current flu shot is only 58% effective. So this change is over 90%. So if you can get rid of these diseases, then you can reduce your risk of dying much more effectively than taking the current vaccine, for example if the virus, I mean, rather the vaccines we're producing for COVID-19 are as effective as the current flu vaccine. So it's an important concept. So managing cardiovascular disease by lowering cholesterol or diabetes with insulin and metformin or hypertension with a blood pressure med or cancer with chemotherapy is not solving the underlying Problem with these diseases and probably does not change your health status and does not decrease your risk of dying from COVID-19. So this is a chart. It's a little complicated, but it points out something really extraordinary and important. What I've looked at here is the red is a bar graph of the percent who die from COVID-19 versus the condition. So high blood pressure, around 6% die. Whereas people with no conditions, no adverse health conditions, die at 0.9%. Diabetes, it's around 7.5%. Heart disease, 10.5%. Respiratory diseases, 6%. Cancer, 5.6%. So you see a great increase in your risk of dying if you have one of these conditions. And if you have all of them, your risk is gonna be a lot worse. So what are these blue curves? These blue curves are a very simple search on PubMed, the National Library of Medicine, National Institute of Health database on all the published scientific and medical literature. And what I did here is simply did a search for the keyword infection, and high blood pressure, and we found 2.8 million referencing, references creating an association between high blood pressure and infection. Diabetes, around 5 million references linking infection through association, not necessarily causation, but association, and infection. Heart disease, over 10 million published scientific and medical references associating infection with heart disease. Respiratory diseases, 5 million. Cancer, 6.5 million. So, what's interesting is that when you look at the percentage of people who die versus the number of publications that associate infection, with that predisposed risk factor, like high blood pressure or diabetes, they match up extraordinarily well. Now, this is not definitive proof, but what story this graph is telling you is that the underlying causes of these diseases are potentially, or at least partially, infectious. And this infectious burden associated with these conditions is very significantly, statistically attributable to the death rates for COVID-19 associated with these conditions. So real brief summary. Chronic diseases are diseases of inflammation. Inflammation is a treasure. Infection, chronic infection, may or is likely tied to the inflammation that is uh, associated with these diseases. And it's these underlying infections that are tying up immune system bandwidth and making you more vulnerable to die from COVID-19. So this is Dr. Lewis with Coronavirus Education. Here's our website. Come on our site and subscribe. Look at our podcast on iTunes and Android devices. And I really appreciate your time for listening to this presentation. Thank you very much.